0: Welcome back to our brand new episode. Hello! We're excited to be back. We had a little break, but we're back in action. We're back. We're late to the party, but we're ready to party. Yes. Period. Period. Um, Today's going to be a cool episode because Scarlett kind of guided the last true crime episode and this time, I'm going to be telling her about a true crime story that she's kind of heard bits and pieces about, but especially for the listeners, if you guys haven't heard of this story, it's pretty interesting, and I worked really hard on this Google Doc, if you guys saw this right now. No, like you did. <laughs> Should we post a link to yeah, it? Because it's, it's pretty, very, it's very professional. It's like a school yeah, project. Yeah, it is giving school presentation. I worked really hard on it. I've never deep dove or deep dive, however you want to say it um with a uh, true crime story so it's not too like gory or vulgar or whatever like it's not crazy scary right i guess this is what you want to say I, I chose kind of a lighter one um but we can definitely do like gory scary spooky ooky ones in There's the future so many There's yeah so and we
1: want to do one like what like once a month or i'd so? be yeah i'd be yeah. done with
0: that they're pretty fun and i feel like people really enjoy listening to it yeah. because you know they're my favorite yeah so I want to hear about your peak and pick. Peak and I can never. You always say pit. I really do. Okay. okay, peak and pit. Peak and pit. So my
1: peak, we um the 4th of July weekend was this past weekend. So that was fun. We we just kinda like chilled, but we went to my parents for like um, hamburgers, we grilled out hamburgers and hot dogs and macaroni and like all oh my gosh the, I'm drooling I'm so
0: hungry so I feel like the everything you're saying
1: food um it was so good and they did fireworks and stuff we didn't participate in the fireworks because Carmela's is so little uh-huh. I don't know what could do ear but we just like didn't do that part but it was so sure. fun just to like see everyone yeah um all the family was there so that was really fun. Um, Just like more of a chill 4th of July. We never go crazy for 4th of July.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Um, And then my pit. So I just took Carmella to the doctor yesterday. Uh Everything was good. But lately, every time she eats, she gets like this weird like rash on the side of her face. And then it goes away, like, five minutes after she eats. So uh-huh. It's after she eats anything.
0: Did you tell the pediatrician?
1: Yeah. So there's this thing called phrase syndrome, and it's, like, really rare, but basically, like, it's something with their nerves where every time they eat, they'll, like, get red and flushed on the uh-huh. face, and then it'll go away. So it, like, doesn't harm them. Oh, okay.
0: That's good. At least it's not harmful. Well,
1: we don't know if it's that, so she referred us to an allergist. Uh-huh. So the allergist is going to call me in the next week and schedule something. So I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to prick her all over? Yeah, I, I think that's usually
0: – I got to – allergy test done a long time ago i don't know how they do it with babies i right. doubt it's exactly the same as an adult i right. mean i don't know what do i know but i've been wanting to get that done to enzo too so if you have a good ins- experience with it let me know because yeah, i definitely want to get that done with enzo um because he had that random rash like a few weeks yeah. ago and i still don't know exactly what it was from they have an idea but so yeah that's well, sad. Was everywhere baby. though yeah it was all over his body except his it's weird because it wasn't on his chest. it wasn't on the front like, his chest or stomach, and it wasn't on his back. It was, like, his arms, his legs, and, like, a little bit on his face.
1: Hers is just her face. Gotcha. beside her face. Um, so I don't know. And then it goes away, like, five minutes. But so. it's not harmful on the bright side. Right. Yeah. But the pediatrician was like, well, she can't be allergic to everything. And yeah. And was like, right. So, I don't know. But, yeah, hopefully we'll figure that out. I so hope I was so. Like, oh,
0: my goodness. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I know. It's always something with kids. I'm telling you. And I was talking to my godmother about that because her daughter is 11, and she was saying, like, it's literally always something for, like, the rest of their lives. Think about it. Like, when we were, like, from as far back as I can remember, I feel like it's always been something. Something. So, (laughs) we have that to look forward to. Being a parent is (laughs) fun. What was your peak and peak? Okay, so my peak was that we went to Tennessee. Kind of for 4th. It was 4th of July weekend, but we didn't stay until 4th of July. Oh so okay. Enzo know. did like poppets, you know the ones that you throw on the ground. Oh, yeah, he did those fine. and he held a sparkler for like a brief second because obviously once it gets closer, like I don't want him to burn his hand or whatever. And he thought it was the coolest thing. he was having <laughs> so much fun. He kept saying like more and more because like he wanted to do more puppets. <laughs> um we took them to like a science museum there which was a lot of fun i had like a little mom's night out i saw which that. that's always fun the place was like kind of whack to be honest like it wasn't like the pictures were cute though it, yeah it was a re- it was in a beautiful hotel like gorgeous hotel but like the customer service was subpar like it was oh really it was okay and then was it like packed like crowded yeah but it was full of a bunch of people that looked like they're from charleston
1: and like the music um, you could so, only like, hear it y'all's outfits were like yes
0: oh, okay. we okay. were definitely like overdressed which i don't care either I like I you either. know better to be
1: overdressed than, than underdressed. underdressed that's my exact <laughs> thoughts and then
0: like in the bathroom like the music was so good but then once you leave the bathroom it was kind of like where's the music the um but and it was bed. it was a lot of fun because I was with my aunt and we were just catching up and talking and my God. it I was just her in forever. yeah and we took pictures we were being so extra and I'm sure people thought we were being annoying but I don't <laughs> care it was just a fun time and I feel like it's nice as a mom just to go out and like get cute and kinda have your like alone time yeah. and it kinda like gave me memories from back when I used to go out, even though it wasn't like a club or anything. Yeah. It was like a really low-key chill bar. Um it was just fun. Yeah, I like getting it was dressed so fun up. To like, to like have a drink. Yeah, like that. exactly. I wanna do
1: a girls' night. Scene. We should. We definitely should. I, I was just, talking to Danielle about that. Yeah. I was like, we wanna I was like, me and Sherry I wanna go out and like drink. Like we want to have like a girl, like a mom sent out girls went out, and she was like, "Well, you know who to go to."
0: For yes, that. <laughs> she's the perfect person. I we do like, have yes. that Barbie brunch. <gasps> yeah, I have a ticket. Mexican? No, it's on the sixth. 15th or 16th so I think it's a a like two after. weeks we'll okay. definitely update you guys on the podcast because I feel like that's gonna be a fun experience and I okay. want I kind of want to post pictures to the podcast Instagram yeah so definitely stay tuned for that but so that was my peak just going to Tennessee in general yeah it was just nice to be around family my godmother is so helpful like she made Enzo breakfast pretty much every morning Aww. it was just so nice to just like have so much help and then My pit, it's not necessarily, like, something that happened to me, but it happened in my neighborhood. So, 4th of July, like, obviously people were blowing, you know, fireworks or whatever, blowing, lighting up fireworks. Um, And I could not go to sleep. Like, I was up, I think, until 1 o'clock in the morning, 4th of July, because... There was just so many fireworks. Like, I don't know how Enzo and Kyle were, like, sleeping like angels. Because I was just up and sound I... Machine. Yeah, and I was just, like, not tired because all I heard... I Like, right when I thought the fireworks would end, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Nope, fireworks go back. So it was just, like, a lot. And then all of a sudden, I hear a bunch of sirens. Oh, no.
2: Wow. Like,
0: fire trucks, ambulances. Like, it was crazy outside. It was just, like, a bunch of, like, sirens. So I look outside my window, and somebody's house was on fire on the side. Yeah. And it was so scary because, like, well, first of all, not to be a Karen, but you're not supposed to. No, like, you're not. It's in, a good in state of all. North Carolina, a legal, yeah. Especially when the houses are, like, in our neighborhood, the houses are really close together. Mm-hmm. But either way, like, even if you live in a neighborhood where it's, like, just woods, it's still really dangerous to, like, blow off fireworks. And I do sound like a Karen. But it's a lot for a reason, yeah. Like, but exactly. they do it in our neighborhood too, and our, our houses are close, to and it's scary. To the and yeah. that was like the thought in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if somebody's house catches on fire? Because the, the fire? houses are so close, yeah, yeah, have to catch the next house on fire, exactly. The next house on fire. Yep, so was it was it like, like right it was across bad. the street from no, me. No, it wasn't right across the street, but I could see it from my window, oh, okay. yeah. So my back window, I should say, because I looked outside of my bedroom window. So anyways, the house was on fire, and I went on the Facebook page, and what happened was somebody threw away old fireworks that had already been lit off, and I guess one was still lit, oh. and their trash can was on fire, so it was the whole side of the house, but somebody was saying how they heard a kid screaming, so there was kids in the house, and she went over, um, the, I guess it was the next door neighbor, ran over with the water hose, and started <laughs> like trying to get the fire out while like before the firefighters came. And thank God she did that because like the whole house, it, it would have gotten worse. It was like oh, her, she and had her husband. She, yeah, she, they fire. helped. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Look at her. So I love were, that. Yeah, <laughs> she was like Miss Firefighter for the night. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty crazy and scary because like I can't imagine. Was there a lot of damage? Yeah. Wow. Yep, the house sucks. looks really bad. The trash can's pretty much all melted. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't but know if insurance covers that. If it's, like, your fault. I don't know. I don't know either. But I just felt bad because, like, imagine if it got worse. There was kids in the house. Like, in yeah. it. You know, there's kids in the bit. And they really didn't know that
1: their house was on fire, I'm yeah. assuming, because mm-hmm. it was, like, on the side. Yep, so oh, that was really scary. scary. And it,
0: like, really scared me. So, the HOA sent out, like, this big letter saying, okay, just a reminder, it's illegal <laughs> to blow off fireworks, Um, but, you know, people still do it, and I'm sure next year people will still do it, and there was kids in the neighborhood, like, the next day were blowing up fireworks inside of the mailboxes.
1: Oh my god.
0: So, those kids got the police called on them, and it was, it's just been a lot. The 4th of July in my neighborhood's always like this, like, it's always chaotic. Our neighborhood is full of Karens, I think that's all that lives here,
1: and people still do fireworks. Yeah. And they... You bet. They're bitching on Facebook. Yep. And I've always been like, oh, my God, it's the 4th of July. Relax. And then now, like, I guess because I have a baby, I'm yep. like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Now They'll that do it all kid, day. Yeah. I'm like, who does fireworks during the day anyway? Yeah. I know. She'll be napping, and it was, like, waking her up. They were doing it as of, like, yesterday. They the thing is, I'm there.
0: fine with fireworks if it's, like, in a setting where, like, if it's, like, a festival. Okay, there's professionals. Yeah. The firefighter um, department is there. Please. Okay, that's fine. That's safe. But in a neighborhood when the houses are so close together, like, have some common sense, people. My dad,
1: well, they live in sort of a neighborhood, but it's like the houses aren't very close together. Right. But they do fireworks. So my dad goes all out, though. But they have, like, a bit big open space.
0: Yeah, so it's not as dangerous. No,
1: so but he'll go to, like, drive to South Carolina and spend, like, a ton of money on fireworks. <laughs> he goes <laughs> all out. That's funny. Blow them up. But, yeah. They're cool, but, yeah, when, definitely when they're not close together. Or, like, when you have neighbors in general.
0: Especially at that hour of the night. Exactly. So it was really scary. But before we move on to the true crime, I want to hear your thoughts on something. So, what are your thoughts on the new app Threads? I don't know that. You don't know about Threads? No. Okay. So Threads was started by Meta. It's a basically a copycat of Twitter. You know how Meta loves to copy. Yes. Right. They like to just copy because like Meta. And Meta is, is, the is owners, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, right? Yeah, okay. Mark Zuckerberg and um. Basically, they copied TikTok and added Reels. They copied YouTube. Now that you can have channels on Instagram, which is like crazy. I think it's Wait, cool. Really? Yeah, because it's nice to have like everything on one app. But at the same time, now they have Threads. So what happened was? So who, you said Meta owns Threads. Meta owns Threads as well. Oh, Basically, okay. you connect your Instagram to Threads, and it's like Twitter. It's exactly like Twitter. Everything. So the first day that Threads launched, um, 30 million users signed up. Oh, my gosh. And so Elon Musk, of course, had something to say because he owns Twitter. Right. Yeah. So Elon is reacting to, like, all these tweets. Basically, it's, like, memes of, like, someone copying someone's homework. (laughs) And it's, like, it said, like, meta and then Twitter. And so, yeah, it's just been this big drama. And I don't know if – like, I don't think I would sign up for it because I'm not a Twitter girly. Like, I'm not the type to, like – Make statuses. But I wonder
1: if that's why. I don't have a Twitter either, but, like, Zach has a Twitter. And, like, Twitter did this thing where, all, like, now you're limited to how many posts you can see. Like, if, you're, if your account isn't, like, verified or whatever, you can only see, like, 300 posts a day. Really? If you're, like, a verified, like, top creator, like uh-huh. – I don't know, like, Kim Kardashian or something, right. you can see, like, I want to see, like, 10,000. I'm pulling these numbers out of my ass, but uh-huh. I do know it's, like, weird numbers. Like, you can only see, like, so many tweets a day. Oh. So, like, the average person can only see, like, three to 600 tweets so a day. So that's
0: probably why 30 million people signed up to Reds. Right,
1: because they, which is such a stupid business move, because, like, if you owned an app, wouldn't you want people to be on the app as long as possible? Like, right? Yeah. And then, like, they do
0: ads and stuff. I don't know if this is interesting. Yeah, so Threads is connected to your Instagram. So if you pull up someone's Instagram, you'll now see – if they have Threads, you'll now see something in their bio. It'll say their Thread. It'll have a link. Automatically has the link to their Threads in their bio. And they can post, like, tweets. And you can post, like, I guess Threads. What do they call them? I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess they call them Threads or Thread or something. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But a lot of people are signing up to Threads, and it's supposedly like the new Twitter. Oh, yeah, I
1: might try it. I mean, I don't know what I would say if Me you guys neither. hear something in the background. It's Carmela and her Carmela's just box. living her
0: best life playing with her little toys. <laughs> just living her best baby life. Um, but yeah, so that's just like the new thing. I wanted to get your thoughts, but definitely look into it. I don't know. Look into, I I've never
1: even heard of it. Yeah,
0: I haven't really, but it was like this big deal. Like um, Elon made a statement. He was replying to tweets. Mark Zuckerberg made a statement. And it's just been a lot, so it's really similar to Twitter. Like, the character amount for each, I guess, thread, I don't know exactly what each post is called on threads, but it's the same character amount as Twitter. Does the app look like Twitter? Like, essentially, like, your profile? Yeah, but instead of it being, like, blue vibes, it's, like, black and white. Oh. So it's cute. It's super aesthetic, but it's, like, the same thing as Twitter. But not as many, like, limitations like Twitter. I was wondering when there
1: would be, like, a new app that came out.
0: Well, here we are. Well, there you are. Meta did it again with the copycat stuff um, threads. All right, let's hear about the true crime. Yes, okay. so the true crime story is uh, Sherry Panini. Basically, I just want to explain to you guys how Sherry Panini fooled investiga- investigators' family with a phony kidnap plot. So, first, I want to share Sherry's life prior to the kidnapping. So Sherry's husband is named Keith. This is vital that you remember her husband's name is Keith. She's so cute. She is cute. She's blonde. Um, I believe she has blue eyes. She's that I young. saw in She's she is she's pretty young. Okay. Um, so yeah, so she met her husband Keith in middle school. Oh wow. This is Sherry's words. It all started with a first kiss in middle school. He was in seventh grade. I was in eighth. I never imagined my middle school first kiss would turn out to be my husband. So, Sherry moved away and lost touch with Keith, and she actually got married to a guy named David. This is her ex-husband. Oh, wait. So, she met Keith in middle school. She made it seem like a love story. Yeah. But she got married to somebody else. Right. Okay. Um, She got married to David Dreyfus in 2006. He was a platoon sergeant with the Armed Forces. The pair divorced two years later in September 2008. Two years later? They were only married for two years. So after Sherry moved back to the Reading area, area she ran into Keith, and they started going on dates. By their third date, they were head over heels in love. Her words, um, Sherry writes, "I've never been so happy. We always laugh and always smile. We enjoy each other's company and make a great team. We're best friends and the perfect couple." Aww. So they eventually had two children, one boy, one girl. And they're pretty young. I mean, they're toddlers, pretty much. Okay. I think maybe by now they're kids, but at the time of this whole crazy fiasco, they were pretty young. I so was, when did this take place? The so, whole everything. So prior to the kidnapping, Sherry was putting Halloween decor away and setting up for Christmas. So according to Keith, everything was fine. So this happened in 2016. okay. So, so they had been together recently. a while. Yeah, they have been together a while. They had kids. They got married. Um, so everything seemed fine. She was decorating the house for Christmas. You know how us wives do. Right. You know, we just decorate and, you know, everything was fine. So we're moving on to the kidnapping. Wait, is that Keith? This is Keith. (laughs) Keith is her (laughs) husband. If you guys want to Google Keith Papini, um, you can kind of get a look at him. He's a white male. He looks Um, like, like,
1: Owen Wilson, but, like, Yeah, he's
0: kind of handsome, I guess. Like, he has kind of dark blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh so Pippini, Cherry Pipini, a then 34-year-old mother of two went missing on November 2nd, 2016, while out for a jog in her Reading neighborhood. So a massive search was launched for her with community and family members, including her husband Keith. At the time, Keith Pipini pleaded with the public for help. So of course he's freaking out. Right. You his wife's know, because his wife's gone. Um a reward was offered for information relating to the case, and a GoFundMe account was set up by friends of Keith Papini to aid the family in search, which raised nearly $50,000. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money to find her. <laughs> um, but, you know, of course he's, like, desperate. He's willing to do anything to find his wife. I've always wondered what that money, like, actually goes to. Like, are they just free to use it to
1: whatever they want? I guess, like,
0: but I don't know. I won't, Now that you say that, I'm thinking about that, too, like... If somebody came forward with information, like you just hand them fifty k cash. I don't know. Yeah. So on November twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen. So a few weeks after she got kidnapped. So Thanksgiving Day, Sherry Capini was found on a highway about one hundred and forty six miles away from running. That's like far. Yeah, pretty far. With injuries covering her body, including a Bible verse branded on her shoulder. What the fuck? Wait, what state are they in again? So, I'm not sure where Redding is. I can look it up real quick. I'm sure it said it, but Redding. Okay, let's see. I'm looking it up right now. Redding is in Connecticut. Okay, Connecticut. So, Redding, she had the branding, and this is what Keith Papini's words, this is what he told ABC News. The bruises were just intense. She's always had very long blonde hair, and they chopped it off. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So... Recorded police interviews with Sherry Papini in the hours of her return show she was reluctant to speak with investigators, claiming that her abductors told her she was going to be trafficked to someone in law enforcement. What So, of course, when the police found her, they're going to interrogate her, as they should. And so they were asking her, like, okay, who kidnapped you? Basically all the questions they need to ask. So Sherry told the police that it was two women... One older and one younger. She told the cops that the women were Hispanic and that they spoke Spanish a lot. So this is what she told mm-hmm. the cops, that two Hispanic women um, kidnapped her, essentially, while she was on a jog. Women? That's two interesting. Two women, yeah, very interesting. So um, her husband was in the interview with her, and she claimed that two Latina women abducted her at gunpoint and took her in an SUV to a location where she was kept chained up. This sounds like a movie. Like, it sounds like she's describing a movie. It sounds, like, too crazy to be true. To but be I, true. I know that, um, like, a lot of crazy shit happens yes. in real life. So, so I mean, for me, it just sounds like a movie. So, police have very little to work with aside from the vague description of the suspects. It took investigators a full year to gather enough information from Papini about her abductors to release composite sketches of the su- suspects to the public. So the sketch here that I'm showing Scarlett, it's, it's obvious that one's younger, one's older. Um, the younger one has very thin eyebrows, big hoop earrings, and they both have some type of mask or bandana over their face. Um, the younger one has curly hair, and the one that's older has more straight hair, um, kind of bushy eyebrows, and a bandana over her face. If you wanna look up Sherry Pepini Please Sketch, um you can look it up on google that's just my description but basically what the investigators were saying is that latina women were feel fearful that they might look like one of the people in the sketch because the sketch is like a it's very like generic yeah very stereotypical how latinas look um so, yeah, that's what the Latina women community were saying. Cause, and you really can't tell what they look like because of, of the mask. Because of the mask. Because the sketch has masks. So, former former Shasta County Sheriff's Deputy Captain Pat told ABC News that investigators noticed several red flags in Sherry Papini's story. Of um, not and her. No, they weren't buying it. Oh. Yeah. And, like, for me, it's like, Sherry, you think that you're going to outsmart, like, detectives and police officers, like... She really thought they were that dumb, that they were going to buy, like, a story like hers. Right. You know? Uh, for instance, she had different explanations as to why she was branded by her adductor. So the story just wasn't connecting, from what it sounds like. After her return, investigators collected Pepini's clothing so that it could be tested for any biological material. Of course they're going to do this because... I think, like, they have to uh, because Sherry was stating that she was kidnapped. Right. So I, th- I think that's just protocol for them to test for any biological material, any DNA they can find on her clothing.
1: So what were the stories for the branding? Like, what were what was she saying happened there?
0: I couldn't find that part, but they whatever she was saying to them, it wasn't connected. She was telling oh, okay. them different stories, I guess, to... Each detective or whoever was investigating, she was just telling them different stories, and they were all kind of seeing if they all corroborated. But she
1: really was branded, right?
0: Yeah. She was branded, but her stories weren't connecting, which is a red flag. That's crazy, because I wouldn't think someone would, Put themselves through that. Right. You wouldn't think. Um, They were eventually able to determine that the DNA belonging to a male was present on her clothing, which is also a red flag because she said it was two women that kidnapped her. So, red flag but when a DNA was searched in the criminal database, no positive hits were returned. So meaning they couldn't find the male's DNA that was on her clothing in the database system. So that's weird. While searching for Sherry's phone records, investigators were also able to determine that in the days prior to her abduction, Sherry Pepini was in touch with several men. Red flag. Again. Because she's married. She's married. So that's just sus. Like, I'm sorry it's sus that you were in what? contact with several men prior. And ask her husband if I heard that. I would be like, oh, let me see. What was she yeah. saying? What was the conversations like? Right. Before I go any further with trying right. to help her. Yes.
1: Give me all the details. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, oh, hell no. I need to know what's going on. because, Or maybe he was in on it, the husband. That could be a possibility. But it's just... Like if I was a detective, I would just kind of be laughing at the situation, right? Cause it's like, girl, come on now. She doesn't look like the type, though. Which right? Is so crazy. Right? She, yeah. They had
1: like a very picture perfect looking. And they did. They, they did.
0: I was looking at photos of their family, and it's like they have a boy and a girl gorgeous beautiful kids and they just seemed happy and she was so stuck on like telling people we were the perfect couple we had the perfect family like we had this picture perfect life so then why'd you fuck it up sherry right exactly sherry come on now so investigators made a little progress in the case until 2020 which is pretty recent When, with the help of genetic genealogy, that DNA was finally matched to James Reyes, an ex-boyfriend of (gasps) Sherry Panini.
1: So that was the DNA that they found? Yes,
0: so the DNA that they found um, a few years prior when she was found, it actually is her ex-boyfriend. Yes. So she was
1: hanging out with her ex-boyfriend? She,
0: Yeah. According to the DNA, she was with her ex-boyfriend. Ooh, if I was her husband and I was here and all this. It's like, so did her ex-boyfriend do it? I don't know. But it's just like, I do know. But. Okay. We're not there yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. But it's just like. The ex So many knows. question marks. Because obviously the whole stories, all the stories she was telling to the detectives and to her husband, at the time husband, um were not true and sherry's been around the
1: block because she made yes. it seem like she met her husband in middle school and right like this love story but she was like married before and then where do you fit in this boyfriend all these boyfriends yeah right
0: <laughs> so for me i just feel like it's really selfish of her to do this because she has kids she has I a know. husband like she made up and this was- whole story she tried making everyone seem like they were stupid Pro- like probably like I have a clip that I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the audio for the listeners but I'm gonna show you the clip like the video clip of yeah. your interrogation we can post um, that on Instagram too yeah we can always post that on Instagram I can add it to the post that I'm gonna be posting the day before the podcast drops um but yeah so it's it's pretty crazy but me, it pisses me off because like she made a stereotype of latina women oh it was two latinas mm-hmm. that kidnapped me and like the sketches are so like stereotypical right like, like, like a chola hair, looks dark hair thin, thin eye eyebrows has. hoops like a bandana like she literally just pulled it out of her ass and was like oh it was two latina women like right. way a stereotype latina woman so that kind of pissed me off um and that's just so like it's giving racist it's giving to be racist, completely honest yeah. it's giving me racist so When the police questioned Reyes, her ex-husband, initially said that he had not spoken to Sherry Papini in years, but he eventually revealed that she had asked him for help. For help. help. Detectives told ABC News that Sherry Papini lied to Reyes, telling him she was being abused by her husband, Keith. She really threw Keith under the bus with this one. I know, like, looks aren't very telling, but Keith looks
1: so sweet. He just has, like, a, yeah, sweet, he has a sweet, like, But, like, what's crazy vibe. is she
0: does, too. She has true. a sweet face. Okay,
1: very true. So but it's I just, know. like,
0: she really screwed her husband over with yeah. this. She ran away, or in her words, got kidnapped, left her husband with the kids, just... But well, what if she did off- run away
1: because she was being
0: abused? But the thing is, there's no proof of it. Okay. There was no proof. I watched no, like, so many, of, like, no pictures. Me. I watched so many videos, like so many, like read so many articles and there was not proof anywhere of her being abused by her husband, mm-hmm. Keith. Okay. So that's what like, I feel really bad to him and to say, okay, he may have done it. We don't know. Allegedly. He may have abused her. Who knows? But there's no proof of it. If she did, that's really sad, of course. Like, I, that's horrible. (coughs) Excuse me. But it's just bad that she lied about that and left her husband hanging. He was so worried about her trying to find her.
1: And her kids. She was just going to leave her
0: kids. Yeah, leave her kids. And he even put out a $50,000 reward for someone that had information on her whereabouts.
1: That's a lot of money. That's crazy. Right.
0: And then she told her ex that she was being abused. She coerced her ex into helping her wh- over a lie. What do you help her do? So, um, yeah. So basically, Reyes told investigators that Sherry was trying to get away from her husband's. Her husband, I should say. He revealed that Pepini, Sherry, suggested he rent a car and pick her up. They then traveled nine hours south to Costa Mesa, where she stayed at his apartment with him for weeks.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she really was never kidnapped.
0: Yeah. Okay. Reyes also revealed that the bruises, cuts, and burns on her body were largely self-inflicted, and that she also asked him to hurt her. This bitch went all out. She went all out. Reyes recounted to investigators how Sherry Papini asked him to brand her. So, okay, if you're listening, obviously by now... You know, put two and two together. She did not get kidnapped. I, so,
1: that's so crazy. She she was like, I'm going to brand myself, but let me do a Bible verse. But, like, if someone was kidnapping you, why would they do a Bible verse? It's the fact that she went
0: all out. She, she made up out. this whole story. Sis, just divorce him. Like, dang, just get separated from him. I'm trying man. to
1: understand, like, the motive here. Like, what was she trying to I just to- think
0: she wanted to get away. This is what I think, allegedly. I think she wanted to get away from her life with kids just temporarily just to be back with her ex-boyfriend but temporarily because then she came back or maybe she realized she made a mistake i think that's what it is oh okay so that is what it is um she just missed her kids and wanted to go home girl you should have thought about your kids to begin with because you made up this whole fiasco you got kidnapped by two latina women you were chained up somewhere all you and you even she even asked her ex to harm her. So it looked like she got kidnapped. He did. it. So they could buy the story. I don't know. I mean, I assume because there's photos of her in the hospital with like, I have a picture here um, and like, it's just crazy. So if you guys want to look it up, it's not major injuries. It's just like some bruises here and there. And she had like a bandage over her nose and this and that she and the branding, of course. Um, but yeah, he branded her. I mean, she went all out. She went all out so people could believe this story. She just thought she was this mastermind. Oh, I'm totally getting away with this. Like, they're going to think I got kidnapped. And I honestly, she did it so people could feel bad for her and that her husband wouldn't leave her. But at the same time, like, why do you even care if you're, like, trying to get away from your husband anyways? Oh, so
1: maybe she, like, initial, initially left to be with her boyfriend and then, like, towards the end was like, shit, I want to go back. Like, yeah. What can I do? I
0: think that's when she realized, like, that's when it set in. And they, like, did all this in, like, a night or something. Yes.
1: Crazy. So,
0: Reyes said things changed on Thanksgiving when Sherry told Reyes that she missed her kids and wanted to go home. So, that's what happened. Oh, okay. Dang. She didn't say she missed Keith, though. <laughs> she did not say she missed her Poor husband. Keith. Poor Keith. I feel bad for Mr. Keith. Okay. In August 2020, the police questioned Sherry Papini again with her husband by her side and told her that they matched the DNA to her ex, Reyes. They also told her that Reyes had shared everything he knew. So just imagine how the husband is feeling in this moment. They're in the interrogation room with the detectives. Both of them? I'm trying to paint a picture. Both of them, Sherry and Keith Papini, and they oh, announced she... this news in front of her husband. <laughs>
1: I know her fucking jaw had jaw the ground. Well,
0: we're about to... okay. So she for, shit her pants. Yeah. For the listeners, we're about to listen to the interrogation. It's a few minutes, so just hang in there. It's juicy. Um, and, of course, Scarlett and I are going to be watching the video. Scarlett hasn't seen the video. No. so But, yeah. So, just to paint a picture, they're in the interrogation room. The detectives, Sherry, and Keith Papini. So...
3: The reason why you can describe the room is because you stayed in the room in the dark for hours, for days on end. The reason why you lost so much weight is because you stopped eating.
0: She's crying, the by the way. The
3: reason why you got rash on your arm is because you cleaned his house. The reason why the brand is because he went to the store, bought the brand and tools, and branded you. The reason why your nose was broke is because of a hockey
0: She got busted, is why I she's crying. those
3: things. And I know there was no sex. I know all of that because he passed a polygraph test. That said, it's non-abduction. She asked me to come to here. No. I rented a car. And no. I up and picked her up. He, he passed the polygraph test, here. But that's not what happened. What did kind of train. I just
2: don't know. No,
3: there's no way. It's James. There's no way. There's no way. The DNA doesn't lie. His DNA. His DNA was on. His there's books.
2: no way.
3: Robert saw you in the house while you were down there. While everything spun out of control, his cousin. Why everything ran out of control on the initial?
2: There's no way.
3: It's it's 100 percent wrong. James is being. We even collected blonde hairs from
2: the room. There's no way
3: it's James! There's no way! Why are you saying it's not James? Why are you saying it's not?
2: He loves me! What's up? We were friends! Mm -hmm. There's no way! And
3: he came and got you because you asked him. 100% 100% James was showing the truth. The questions were, did Sherry ask you to come pick her up? He answered yes. If that was the truth on a polygraph. If we asked him if he, the truth you ever had sex, the answer was no. During 2016, during 2016, during the abduction, he said no, if that was the truth. We asked him if you asked him to brand, if you asked him to brand you, the answer was yes and he passed the ball you But how those bruises got there are because you did it and Jamie did some. The reason why your nose got broke is because you held the hockey stick to your face and he forced it into your nose. The reason why the brand is in a straight line is because he did it. He described exactly where it was. He told us exactly how he did it, where he did it, how he did it. Only you and I and maybe five other people know where the brand was. He told me
2: immediately. We oh, talking with other guys.
3: Oh my God. Why did I do that? Like when you are in Eureka, you give him a call. Start the husband them. left. Told him some of your problems. <laughs> so we did it turn from just chatting to just planning to get away. No.
2: No. No
3: we are getting already on my physical the night before.
2: Why did I do that? We're trying
3: to understand why you did that, too. We're trying to understand all
2: of this. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing now. This is not what I'm doing now. This is an awful choice. Talking to other guys. that has got me here.
3: So, are you, what aspect are you saying? How, how did... As the people go
2: here? Well, got
1: go here, under- <laughs> <clears throat> wow! So, my first thought is so this happened in 2016, and then this that interrogation video was in 2020. 2020. So, the poor husband. And, and her
0: just were, like, living life as normal. He was for, fooled. For four years? For four years. So that's why, like, in the video, you guys, and if you want, just look up um, Sherry Pepini interrogation video. And you can watch it for yourself. It's only a few minutes. But you can just tell in the video how pissed he was. Like, yeah, I don't know if that like was the first time. Yeah, I don't know if that was the first time him hearing that information. I assume so. Because the way those detectives were laying the photos on the table. Yeah. They were like, oh, really? So yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Here's the
1: picture. Here's we're like, the picture. like, oh, is that right? That's crazy. It was so, like, I mean, definitely the boyfriend did it because they said that he knew where the brand was. Yes.
0: D- he did it, it all. He, he hit her, her in the face with a hockey stick. Yeah. Okay, the, first of all, the fact that he was even like... A part of it. A part of it and did what she told him to do. I wonder if he got charged. He's either an idiot or Sherry's a mass manipulator. Yeah, that. It could be... Or both. <laughs> frankly it could she be
1: manipulated like so many people that's crazy though yeah. The video i would definitely recommend watching um like we said before we could post like a clip of it i think I only let you post a minute though on instagram like on like
0: okay it. i can just post like the, the last one i posted a the minute. part of her admitting it but it was crazy and she's mm-hmm. just crying she's, she's just crying like, there's here. no way there's no way like girl I mean, way. There's, and then there's way. towards the end of the video, the husband left. Yeah. He wasn't even there in there. I was anymore. wondering
1: because I was like, wait a second. He left. Someone sat in his chair. Yep. So wow. he ended up
0: leaving and she admitted to it. And Poor Keith. I honestly don't think she's upset because she did it. She's as upset because she got caught. 100%. Because you can just tell. For the past
1: four years, she would have admitted it if she felt bad about it.
0: And I just think, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's funny how the, de- the detectives are like, it's there because he did it. It's there because he did it. And like the way they just put the paper on the table, it's just so powerful and I love it and I think it's just I know they were excited about this. They're yeah, like, oh, we're about, about to have we the, crack husband, the code. Yeah, we're about, we're about to, to drop pictures. this in front of the husband and But I of- wonder what she did to the boyfriend to piss him off.
1: Because four years later,
0: suddenly he's... he oh, I think, honestly, they probably were just like, listen, if you don't tell us what really happened, like, we'll throw you in jail. Yeah, true. You know? Because he technically was... He was in on it. Not technically. He literally was in on it with her. Yeah. So they probably gave him a, you know, plea deal or something. Like, hey, if you help us out, like, we'll drop all charges against you. Yeah, definitely an ultimatum. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> yep, she got caught. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in conclusion... I wanna talk about the charges. So judge is that her now. Yeah, so this is her now. Um, the photo that I'm showing Scarlett is her walking into court. And if you look at other photos, like she definitely got her hair done prior to court. Like the photos of her hair are all like it looks like a prom wedding updo. Oh. So for okay, me I'm like, girl, you're doing all that for court? Like just throw it in a bun or something, like a nice bun. Like, I don't know. I just think it's weird that she like went to the hair salon and got her hair done prior to going to court is weird you know like that's not that wouldn't be the first she thing knew on there'd my, be
1: pictures yeah that wouldn't be the
0: first thing on my <laughs> mind like granted I'm a hairstylist so if I really wanted to do my hair I could do it myself but also at the same time like that's just not the first thing on my mind if I'm about to be sentenced right you know what I mean to go get like a like imagine being in this salon chair because you know hairstylists do small talk and they're like so what do you think I'm to court today yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be sentenced so I just want to get my hair done um <laughs> so judge William B. Shubb determined Papini at this time, she's 40 years old. She serve 18 months in prison. That's it? Followed by 36 months of supervised release after she admitted to the hoax and pleaded pleaded guilty in April to mail fraud, which is random. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. The mail fraud. And making false statements. She was also ordered to pay nearly $310,000 in restitution.
1: Which I wonder For wasting they, everyone's time, yeah, I'm sure. I hope she actually does have to pay that. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, but that's it. I feel like that's yeah. a really light sentence for... Well, listen to this. The sentence was much longer than the attorneys had requested. Prosecutors asked the judge to sent- sentence her to eight months, while the defense asked for one month in custody and seven months of home detention. So, of course, her attorneys want- didn't want the 18 months, and I'm sure she didn't either. So they were trying to fight for home arrest um house arrest um but no the judge was like no girl you're going in jail for 18 months for wasting our damn time i mean i guess they can't put her in jail for too long because there wasn't like she didn't harm anyone really except herself right but she did waste people's time so i think that's what the restitution is for you know because wow so mm
1: -hmm. hopefully she's got to be like homeless because her
0: husband's like hell no right so papini read a statement to the judge saying I am so sorry to the many people who have suffered because of me. The people who sacrificed for the broken woman I was. The people who gave willingly to help me in a time that I so desperately needed help. I thank you all. So Keith. Nah, Papini, right? Sherry. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> Sherry. Exactly. Keith Papini eventually filed for divorce in 2022. Boy, what took you so long? 2022? Well, sure, well, I'm sure it was a really, like, bad divorce. Dirty divorce. And I'm sure he got full custody of the kids. Because who would give I her know. full custody? No, she's crazy. <laughs> she literally That's ran wild. away. Yeah. So, I mean.
1: I feel like there's still questions. Like, I'd, she was never going to answer them. But I wish she would do, like, a prison interview or something. Or, like, an
0: interview with, like, Oprah or, or yeah, uh, what's the guy's Martha, name? Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Not yeah. Martha Stewart. I we know. Just, why was I
1: going to say Martha Stewart?
0: I just hope <laughs> Martha Stewart cooks her a good meal and asks your questions. <laughs> But for me, it's like this story wasn't like super gory or like crazy. There was no murders or killings or anything. It was pretty
1: crazy because but it's, just
0: it's just crazy how far people are going to go to stick to their lie or prove their lie. And it's like, girl, you left your kids and your husband at home just so you could go, go off with your ex-boyfriend. But like you said, just divorce them if you want to be with your boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, just say, hey, Keith, whatever. I, I over. I also... Um, watched an interview of her ex-husband the one that she married in 2006 David Dreyfus he did an interview on tv what'd he say and he was saying that that's how she was that's why they got a divorce because when they were married if it was like one conflict or one problem she just wanted to run away and she ran away a few times not to this extent but she left a few times when they were married because they didn't have any kids together that's so childish. So, yeah, she, she like he said that any problem there was, like, anything, like, she would just, yeah, like, just vanish. <laughs> so this isn't anything new for her, but it was something new in her relationship with Keith. I guess she was trying to fake it, or, like, stick to her lie
1: so much to prove it to Keith, but then maybe, like, the story blew up and got a lot bigger than she thought it would as far as, like, um, media, you know, getting a hold of it. Yep. Because I heard about this, too. I didn't know all the details, but I do remember hearing about this. Um, And, like, everyone felt really bad for her at first until
0: 2020. (laughs) Yep. And they were married for 12 years. And, of course, he requested sole custody of his children, as he should. Um, I'm going to pull up this article just so I can get, like, a little bit more information. Um, Just to see if there's anything else I should add, like, in conclusion.
4: Keith also asking the court to free him from any obligations so to provide Sherry financial support. The papers filed two days after Sherry pled guilty to two felony charges, lying to federal agents and mail fraud, admitting her 2016 abduction was a hoax. I'm going to do everything I can to find my wife. Keith speaking exclusively to ABC News just days after Sherry reappeared, describing the moment he <coughs> learned she'd been found. Leonard
0: okay so I found a video of Keith speaking to ABC News a few days before or a few days after her guilty plea um, so we're just gonna listen to a short audio um, before we close out this video just so you can get an idea of like his feelings and what he's thinking of in this moment
1: and I get the phone and oh my god honey and of
4: course she's screaming it's very emotional and uh, I love you I love you you love you oh my god you're you're here you're back where are you Keith's shaken by the injuries Sherry said were inflicted on her by two Hispanic women, who she claimed abducted her at gunpoint. They branded her, and her poor face got, like, nauseated just looking at her. It was so hard for me to see her like that. and Bruises were just intense, the bumps from, you know... That part was from 2016, in whatever huh? else. Keith publicly stood by his wife as she lied through a five-and-a-half-year investigation into her disappearance. The divorce filing lists the day of Sherry's arrest last month as their date of separation, noting she hasn't even seen their children in three weeks. As she entered her guilty plea, facing up to 25 years in prison and hundreds of thousands of dollars in restitution fees, Sherry sang in a statement, I am deeply ashamed of myself for my behavior and so very sorry for the pain I've caused.
0: Okay, so, sorry. I was wrong. The video that Keith was interviewed with, with um, ABC, it was when she was found. So he was crying in the video. He was obviously very distraught um, and emotional and hurt. And it is just so crazy to me. After she was found, she kept up the life for four years. And poor guy stuck by her. I know he felt stupid. Years. I would feel stupid. Oh, I would feel like a clown. Might as well put clown makeup on my face. Right.
2: I would I would
0: do an interview talking shit. (laughs) Yeah. uh, about her. And also good for him, like not doing
1: that,
0: I guess. Well, not giving her any financial support after the divorce. Why would he? Are you kidding me? Why would she go to your boyfriend? Yeah, and why would she even expect that? Who knows if she was or not? But good for him for being like, Oh no girl, I'm not giving you no money. You deserve nothing.
1: I also said it's like California Mm
0: case, so I think this case is in California. So. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, the story, it's just, I just really, like you said, I want to know why she did it. Because right. it wasn't abuse, allegedly, supposedly. It was not abuse. I feel like she um, would have
1: definitely, like, brought that up more in her afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she got caught.
0: I think she's actually really good at being the victim because in mm-hmm. the interrogation, she was crying. I think she was expecting people to feel bad for her. But, like, no. But they had all the
1: evidence, the proof. They were like, no sweetheart. Um, you're not fooling us. hmm Yeah, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I that. don't get it
0: either. So, there's... I think there's still a lot of question marks. Um, and she's never going to talk
1: because she doesn't want to admit the truth. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, if you look up Sherry Pepini injuries on Google, you'll see the bruises on her leg... She had some marks on her arm. And then the branding actually is here as well. It's on her back on the upper right corner. Uh, yeah, and it's in a perfectly straight line, just like the detective said. So it was done on mm. purpose. Well, at least she
1: has that on her back as like a reminder of how... How her
0: stupid decision. Yeah. Yep. Because I mean, that's going to scar that same way. I mm-hmm. And now she lost her husband. Uh, I don't even know if they'll like... I doubt her husband brings the kids to the jail where she's at to I see wouldn't. her. I sure as hell wouldn't. So, yeah, with that being said, thank you guys for listening through this story. I feel like it's a good true crime. We can do a more, like, spooky-ooky one next time for sure. But thanks so much for listening. This was a lot of fun for me. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. No, that uh-huh. was a good one. I actually enjoyed, good. like, even the research and, like, putting everything together and, like, just taking stuff from different articles. It's and fun, right? I it it's actually cool. was fun. I can you know. see why Kendall Ray and, like, people like that, you know, it are so... It is a so, lot of work, though. I don't know how a, they do it every No, week. it's a lot. <laughs> Granted, if it was... I mean, I guess it's, like, their full-time job, essentially, but... but it hasn't always been. So, like, imagine starting out like that. <laughs> I definitely can't can do a true crime every single week, but... Yeah. Or for every episode, but...
1: Definitely, like, once a month or so we want to yeah. Do one as like our bonus episodes. They're yeah. really fun. I have fun.
0: I love doing these little. They're my favorite. Doc, whatever. To to. Mm-hmm. You already know I'm obsessed with true yep. crime, so I can't wait to
1: listen to this episode myself. I do
0: have a crazy story that I'll do for my next true crime. It's pretty crazy. You might have heard of it, but that'll be for next time. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So. Suspend. Yeah. Suspense. So yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Instagram, Instagram Milf University Pod, and we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>